Hello, and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and I appreciate you. So first, let me start off by saying I'm a little under the weather, so I'm sorry if I don't sound like myself, but it was really important to me to record this episode for you. So forgive me. I hope that it's not too distracting. So today's episode is an update on Genie, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, and individual Lightning Lane purchases. So when it first rolled out like a year ago, year or so ago, it was new technology. We were all trying to learn it. You'd go into the parks and you'd like fumble around in the app. And I watched a lot of videos and I got the general hang of it. But now that I've used it a lot and they've made some changes since then, I wanted to come back on and kind of give you an updated tutorial and explain the differences. And then I want to talk about the pros, the cons, how I use it. Is it worth the $20 purchase to get the Genie Plus added on to your price of admission? Is it worth it to get the individual Lightning Lane purchases for those few rides at Disneyland where that is an option? So let's dive right in. So Genie is the name of the system that is free. It is the app within your phone. Any and everyone can download it. And I recommend it. I think it's a great app. It has a very nice list of all the attractions and the wait times, which are called standby. That's like just your general admission. People stand in line. They don't have any of the added features, no Genie Plus, nothing like that. That's called standby. And those are your your typical ways people get in get on attractions. And it has all of those wait times listed in the app. It also puts in the app when the next available lightning lane option to book is available, which we'll come back to that. So if it's in the lightning lane system, which used to be called FastPass, it's also listed there. The app also has a map view, which is really my preference because it's an aerial view of the park. And then it'll you can see a bunch of wait times at once. You, it knows where you are. You can go to certain, you know, you can move the map around to certain lands and you can see what's going on by land. You can zoom in, zoom out. You can change the view from attractions to dining and kind of see, you know, where the dining is. You can find out the mobile order timing, all kinds of fun stuff in the app. It, um, you know, you can purchase tickets there. You can reserve park reservations. You can do all kinds of things in the app. And I think it's a really great app. And that's Genie. And I really, really like it. Genie, part of the Genie, again, we haven't even moved to the purchase price yet. The Genie app also has a, a built in feature that is intended to plan your day. So by selecting some preferences on attractions. And I think you can select up to 10 and then selecting like a a dining selection or a couple of dining selections that you think you would do during the course of the day. You make those selections and then the app plans your day and it takes your preferences and it puts it in an order of how you can navigate the day based on what's in the app. And it tells you like the timing, like let's say it's eight o'clock when you do this, it'll say at 910, go to this attraction. At 945, go to this attraction. At 950, you know, grab a donut, whatever. It goes through the whole thing based on your, your preferences. And it also builds in or adds in some additional items that you may not have selected. I'm assuming it's like sometimes there's a gap And I've watched people do this. I've watched people 
kind of do it as a joke, to be honest, allow the app to, I, I guess the right way to say it is allow Genie to plan your day. And these are experienced Disneyland navigators, right? These are people who go all the time. And so they they want to test it and they want to see how it navigates the day. And so they'll follow it just to demonstrate whether it is efficient or not. Pros of this system is that if you are not familiar with Disneyland and you kind of don't either have the desire or the time to dig into the maps and dig and do some planning and figure out, you know, what's in what land and how do you do this and all that jazz, you, you don't have to. Genie will do it for you. And that's a really great service. The cons, it's not logical. I mean, I'm sorry, it's not. I've seen it when it did it for me. I've watched people do it. I don't understand what it's doing. It tends to have you bounce from land to land all around in a most inefficient way. So let me give you an example. If you're standing in Fantasyland and you've already selected Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Peter Pan as one of your, you know, of two of your 10 options that, you know, your preferences. So those two are on the list and you're standing in Fantasyland and it says, why don't you go ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride now because it's very low time and you hop on it and then Peter Pan is right next door. And the wait time is pretty low. You would think logically, since you're standing next to Peter Pan, the app, which does update, would say, hey, go to Peter Pan next. I know on the app I said you should go over to you know, Haunted Mansion, but I can see where you are. The wait times are low. Peter Pan's on your list. It's right next door. This is our recommendation. It does not do that. It would have you go past Peter Pan and walk all the way over to Haunted Mansion ride Haunted Mansion, and then maybe send you back to Peter Pan or maybe send you over to Tomorrowland, which is again across the other side. I mean, it will have you bounce from land to land, and I'm not sure why. I mean, I can speculate, and others have as well. I can speculate that part of it is because while you're walking through or taking the train or doing something, you can easily be distracted by merchandise, by food, by other ways to spend money, maybe that's a motivator. Maybe it's the way they're controlling the crowds and where they want to put people. I'm not sure what's happening, but I can tell you as an experienced, experienced Disneyland navigator, that is not the way to navigate the park. It is way too tiring. It takes up way too much time and it's inefficient. If you're in Fantasyland and Peter Pan is a priority for you, grab it. And Peter Pan, let's not even use that one as an example. Let's use Pinocchio because Peter Pan's always crowded and busy. Let's take Pinocchio. Just get on the ride if that's a preference. Do not leave Fantasyland unless you're like the times are so long and Pirates was closed and now it's back up and the wait time is five minutes and that's a huge priority for you. So Okay, book it over to Pirates and go on Pirates. But as a general rule of thumb, it's better to try to hit what's in the area. Now, here are some exceptions to my rule for that. 
if Indiana Jones is a priority for you and Peter Pan's a priority for you, I'm always going to tell you hit Peter Pan first thing in the morning as soon as you get there because it's never going to have a lower wait time ever. So hit Peter Pan, sacrifice your 20, 30 minutes, do that. Then get over to Indiana Jones, even if Mr. Toad Wild. Mr. Toad's wild ride is five minutes because Indiana Jones is going to fill up fast. And I'm assuming we don't have Genie Plus. So get over to Indiana Jones and then also hit those big items. So like if you're a big Space Mountain fan or Splash Mountain fan or, you know, uh, Matterhorn, those are going to fill up fast. So I would break the rule of being efficient for the big ticket items. But as a general rule, I do not navigate by bouncing from land to land. I try to stick to where I'm at, see if I want to ride anything that's there, and then I move on to the next section. And I try to be somewhat efficient to save time. Plus, it it just saves time anyway because the wait times are so much. 20 minutes it took you to walk over. Okay, that's an exaggeration. The 10 minutes it took you to walk over to Haunted Mansion is tacked on to whatever the standby time is. You might as well just have waited for Peter Pan. It doesn't make sense. I don't understand their process and I don't know what's behind it, but I can tell you it's not based on logic. That I know of. So I wouldn't let them recommend my day. I never will do that. So that feature doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't add any value. And I wouldn't recommend that people use it if you are not familiar with the park. But other than that, I think Genie is a great app. I highly recommend it. Now let's go talk about Genie Plus. So Genie Plus is an additional $20 added to the price of admission to your ticket. That gives you the ability to book Lightning Lane passes, which used to be called Fast Pass. So for those attractions that are in that program, not all are, but those that are, you can book a attraction in the future. And it basically is giving you a time to return. Sometimes it's five minutes in the future. The big rides, there's a lot of people booking them. So it could be two hours in the future. But the point is that you secure a time to come back and then you can plan the rest of your day around that. It used to be that you can only have one at a time and you still can only have one at a time. However, when it first rolled out, and much like MaxPass, which is what used to be the ability to book fast passes online, about an hour after you had one book, so let's say I booked a, a Lightning Lane right now, I booked it now, but it's for like an hour from now, about the hour mark, even if I haven't gotten on the ride that I booked, an, an option would open up for me to be able to book another Lightning Lane. I'm hearing rumors that that's not going to happen anymore. They're not going to let you do any if you have one booked. I'm not sure if that'll stick, but that's what I'm hearing. So anyway, the pros of Genie Plus, depending on what time you are in the park, that is a blessing if you want to ride some of those big attractions that have really long standby wait times. Like I was just looking at the app. Rise of the Resistance was like 85 minutes. That's excessive. But um, Indiana Jones was 55 minutes. I'm not going to go stand in line for 55 minutes and stand by. Not going to do it. But I could book a lightning lane pass to return in an hour from the time that I was looking at it. That's doable. I can do other things in an hour. That's super beneficial. So it, depending on the time of day that you're in the park, 
Genie Plus is really beneficial. But if you go at rope drop, you don't have to use Genie Plus. In fact, you would be wasting your, you'd be wasting that booking option because you could walk on through standby for very few minutes and there's no reason to book that. Like standby might be 10 minutes and lightning lane may say you can get on in five minutes. And so what you save five minutes, not worth it. Hold that lightning lane option for later in the day when you really need it instead of wasting it on something that you could just stand in line for, for just a few minutes more. And some can sometimes they're exactly the same. So if you're really into navigating the park Get there at rope drop and you don't need to spend that extra $20 for Genie Plus. Or get there in the evening and plan to stay after the fireworks and you don't need Genie Plus because many, many, many people leave the park after fireworks and then the wait times drop significantly. So there are ways to navigate the park without Genie Plus. I mean, that's important to know. I think that people who aren't that familiar think that that's the only way that you can successfully enjoy your day is by paying the very high ticket price plus adding Genie Plus. It's not necessary. You can have a tremendous, awesome day without Genie Plus, 100%. You just have to get there early or plan to be there after fireworks. That's how you get the most money or you get the most value out of your money. I don't like to be in the park between 12 and 5 o'clock anyway because from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. because it's super, super crowded. That's the highest, most popular time of the day. It's not enjoyable. It's hot. It's crowded. Wait times are excessive. I don't like to be there anyway. So I tend to leave the park during the middle of the day, come back in the evening, and then finish up. I don't need Genie Plus. However, if I was going to spend time in the park between 12 p.m. and 5 p.m., I would definitely want Genie Plus for some of those big ticket items. Something to note, though, is they will run out of them depending on what they are. So like, let's go over to California Adventure. Some of those attractions like Incredicoasters or something like that, they can fill up super fast. Space Mountain is another one. They can, those um, lightning lane options go so far out to the end of the evening and they run out. So you have to be mindful of that too. You can't come into the park at 7 p.m. at night and expect to get a lightning lane pass for one of your favorite attractions that is also everyone else's. You probably won't have that option. So you have to be somewhat strategic about it. But you don't have to have Genie Plus, but it is nice if you're going to be there in the middle of the day. Now let's talk about individual lightning lane purchases. That is different than Genie Plus. So there's a group of attractions that are in the Genie Plus system. Then there are a few attractions that are not in the Genie Plus system. So on the Disneyland side, Rise of the Resistance is an individual lightning lane purchase. Should you choose to do it that way? You can absolutely wait in the standby line with a million other people and wait to ride that ride for no additional money added to the price of your ticket because it's not in Genie Plus. So purchasing that $20 doesn't help you for Rise of the Resistance because it's not in that process. It's a standalone and anyone can use it. Anyone can purchase that. 
And it's usually around $15. So like it's $15 per person to ride that if you choose to purchase that. Or you can stand and you can wait and stand by. If you do purchase it, you're going to go into the lightning lane line and show that you purchased the individual lightning lane and you're going to go quicker through the line because you purchased it. Over on California Adventure, web slingers and um, Radiator Springs racers in Carsland, those two are the individual lightning lane purchases that any and everybody can purchase to ride those rides. They too will sell out. So, you know, you probably are not going to be able to find them later in the evening. It's probably not going to be an option. And the only way that you can ride those rides is to wait and stand by. So if you are going to purchase those individual lightning lane rides, you have to do that or you want to do that earlier in the day. But you also don't get to pick your return time. It will tell you when to return. So that's also something to consider. I did it for Web Slingers and Radiator Springs Racers when we went to California Adventure last summer because I wanted to test the system. And I didn't want to wait in the standby line for either one of those. I mean, if you're familiar with Radiator Springs Racers, that is some sort of phenomenon right there. That thing backs up. And the wait time is so incredibly long. I mean, it's an amazing ride and I totally understand why, but unless you hit it first thing in the morning, your wait time is excessive. And when you did fast pass, that was great, but fast passes would sell out. And now it's not in Genie Plus, it's only individual. They know where their moneymaker is and that's a moneymaker over there for sure. I did it glad I tried it. Would never do that again. I would never spend that money to ride the ride. I already spent an arm and a leg to get into the park. I would either commit to standing in line and stand by first thing in the morning, or I'm not going to ride it. That's the only way I see for the best use of my time. But that's just me. So that will just summarize the differences there. I hope that's helpful um, to kind of clarify in case anybody had any questions. So with that, I will wrap up this week's episode. I hope everybody is staying happy, healthy, safe. And until next time, bye.